recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Welcome to Monday, Danny and Kate Morning Show. So, uh, if you weren't on social media over the weekend, maybe you took a day off. Maybe you're like the rest of the world right now that hates social media. There's a huge social media backlash. People are done with it. They're tired of it. But either way, still people are on it. Uh, Here's the thing. If you are a, a person who was not aware, the Black Panther star Chadwick Bosman died on Friday. He was 43 years old. He had been fighting cancer, apparently, for a while. Four years. A uh, four-year battle. He had colon cancer. He never revealed his diagnosis publicly, so the news took everyone by surprise. Apparently, he had been bullied online because of his weight loss. People were making fun of him, saying, Oh, you sold out. You crazy. You Hollywood now. People accused him of being on drugs, saying he's cracked out. Didn't know he was fighting cancer. Sad news there. His death was announced on his Twitter account. The message was with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick. He was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016 and it progressed with stage four. A true fighter, Chadwick preserved through it all, uh, brought to you a whole bunch of films such as Marshall, The Five Bloods, August Wilson's, May Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more. All were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy my lord yeah that's crazy right it's very dedicated he was very dedicated according to that time frame those movies included black panther along with avengers infinity war and avengers endgame and more recent movies mentioned in the twitter post he also hosted snl in 2018 and by the way that final post now has most likes in the history of twitter Last we checked, it was at 7.3 million. The most liked post before record-setting tweet was by President Obama in 2017 when he said, quote, no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin or his background or his religion. The timing of Chadwick's death also uh, apparently went along with Major League Death's uh, Jackie Robinson on Jackie Robinson Day and his first starring role playing Jackie in 2013 movie 42. Woo! So tough day for a lot of people. There was um, he was a hero to the African American community. He was a hero to a lot of people, but in particular to their community. And over the weekend, I saw a lot of posts of children crying as these parents were having to tell their kids that their hero, that their superhero, had passed on. He had apparently played a lot of iconic roles. In the African American community, so he was looked upon as this hero and star of the screen, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is the Wakanda stance with uh, LeBron James did, where he kneeled and he put his hands across his chest, you know, in a fist motion. Um, but I saw that over and over again, where it was these kids just crying because their hero had passed away. And I know it's sad and it's hard to teach children about death, um, but it's one of those moments where. You get, I think you get an opportunity to show them how strong he was and how much of a hero he was and how he fought through a lot of it. Because in life, 
there's going to be a lot of hardships. And that's the cold, hard truth that I think most parents, we try to shelter our children from until they're a certain age. Um, but the truth is, there's going to be a lot of hardships. There's going to be a lot of struggles and there's going to be a lot of th things that go on that you're going to feel like you can't control, that you can't handle. And you just keep going forward. And that's what he did. And I think if he taught all of us something, it's that uh, the, the virus, the illness, the sickness, the diagnosis doesn't define you. What defines you is who you are as a person and how you, you deal with that. And um, so, you know, may he rest in peace. I'm not as connected to him as most people were. I was sad that he, he passed away, but there was a lot of people. Kevin Hart tweeted and uh, did several Instagram posts about him. Um, he was just a huge part of... Uh, of uh, the movie world right now. And I think a lot of people were just shocked that he had this and kept it a secret in a world today where everybody likes to post anything to get likes and loves and, and retweets and, and admiration. He didn't do that. Mm -hmm. He was getting chemotherapy. And if you know anybody who's been going through chemotherapy, it's God awful. Cancer sucks. My mother died of cancer it's hard to stand it's hard to eat it's hard to get up when you have chemotherapy and he's giving speeches in front of colleges trying to inspire the youth he's he's doing different things to try to raise money for local charities so you know what a guy and i think it's one of these things that when time passes we'll know more about him right you know because i think a lot of this is going to come out and i think there's going to be more of a uh revelation of it so either way he did pass away he was 43 years old um so there it is that's all we got and uh i hopefully we'll have some more positive news but that was just kind of a big one for the weekend and i hope i didn't talk too much i apologize <laughs> you're fine <laughs> we'll take a break and be back in a moment hey, it's Danny and kate Danny and Kate morning show. Good morning to you. So over the weekend, the um, new mutants made $7 million at the box office over the weekend. Russell Crowe's unhinged made 2.8 million and Bill and Ted's face. The music took in 1 million, uh, even though it was also available for home viewing this weekend, the Marvel superhero slash horror flick new mutants ruled the box office this weekend by taking 7 million at more than 2,400 theaters. And that's with only about 62% of the theaters open and parts of the South being devastated by Hurricane Laura. Disney said, quote, it's very early and we're encouraged by this start. We are optimistic about the return of movies. Russell Crowe's Unhinged made another 2.6 million after opening uh, to with 4 million last weekend. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess in Arizona, you can go to the movies. I have a friend in Arizona who said, I'm going to the movies. Took his wife in. You have to wear a mask the whole time. But he mm -hmm. said it's in the dark and, you know, they really don't check. And um, the two, first comment was, you're pretty brave, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the second comment was, I don't know if it's worth it. Uh, so I don't know. I would you, Would you be going to the movies anytime soon? Do you think it's a uh, movie time? Are you ready to get back out there and uh, hit the old movies and the old movie scene? I think if they're at a low capacity, it'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, if you could like really space them out. And it just depends, you know, if it's large enough and 
like I said, I mean, we have a movie theater in our area that has a cry room. Mm -hmm. I just don't know why they don't open it up and say, hey, we got the cry room and we've got the main area, everything spaced out. And then I could just reserve the cry room. It's totally the cry room is for those that don't know. It's a room that's completely separate from the other ones for babies. And uh, it's got a glass on it and separate sound system and separate seats. And it's usually just for about six to eight people. And I'm, I could go to a movie and watch that. That would be great. I'll stay in the cry room. I'm in. I just feel like the cry rooms aren't as clean as the rest of the theater. I like it dirty in there. Because they usually leave popcorn from a couple days ago. Popcorn from four days ago is so good. It's so chewy. And it's got a little leftover from the Skittles they spit out in it. Oh, it's like sweet and sour. It's awesome. And now I don't need breakfast. Thanks for that. <laughs> Appreciate it. So good. Uh, so somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Turns out that was an actual accurate song, is it? Is it now has been linked to a hundred plus COVID 19 cases and Sturgis Smash Mouth show has now been connected to a hundred plus COVID 19 cases. Uh, it's gotten so bad that uh, my dude Steve had to turn off his Facebook page because he was getting so much hate messages. Um, luckily, the rest of the band, not so much, because nobody knows who they are. So. <laughs> so my other buddy, who's the lead guitarist, is like, I don't know who's hitting me up, but I'm just I'm just a guitar player, man. I was on with Enrique. I mean, I just do this Smash Mouth thing as a part-time gig. I don't really feel like it's their fault. I feel like it's more... Um the uh, state of South Dakota that allowed surges to happen. Yeah. I feel like we're placing the blame in the wrong direction. They were just getting paid to be there. It is what it is. And the governor up there is the one who approved it. Yeah, and I think you're putting too much weight on Smash Mouth. I don't think... <laughs> They were not the draw. Yeah, I don't think Sturges was the draw. 350,000 people on motorcycles went to go watch Smash Mouth. No, no, no. No, they went to go ride motorcycles. Smash Mouth just happened to be there. They were just there. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be cool if that they had that much power still. Did you guys hear Smash Mouth's playing in South Dakota? We're all going. They'd be torn all over if they still had that kind of pull. Everybody's going. <laughs> I mean, hundreds of thousands of us are going to go. I don't know if you guys have seen that Shrek movie, but it is crazy good. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's what we got. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to tell you how to lose weight. We've got some tips on how to lose a little weighty weight. We'll tell you about that coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Uh, we're married. We've got five kids, but that's not what defines us. What defines us is our weight loss goals. Okay, that doesn't define us either. What defines us? Who are we? When somebody asked me the other day, they said, what is the Danny and Kate morning show? I said, it's a family friendly show that talks about things that every single couple is talking about. And we present it in a manner that normal adults speak in. And he said, well, what does that mean? I'm like, well, you know, you turn on the radio and you get a lot of like, hey guys, coming up. We're going to send flowers to someone to see if they're cheating. And that's fake. Yep. You know, or you get like the... The crazy radio banter, which is like, hey, seven after seven, uh, coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to be giving you the top seven ways you can eat a cheeseburger. That's crazy, John. And right after that, we're going to be, it's like, that's not a natural conversation. Yeah. I always found that really annoying. It's not, an, that's not how people communicate. I would say we're more of a family version of the breakfast club. 
you ever listen to the Breakfast Club radio show, which is really good, by the way. Normally, I wouldn't promote another morning show, but <laughs> damn it, they're good. But they're not available in any of the markets we're in, so it is okay. Um, but it's the same deal. We're just kind of a conversational show. Yeah, I can I think of like three that I have listened to, that I enjoy listening to, that are just more conversational. A little more conversational. Yeah. Um, but anyway, part of that conversation is me and my wife gained a little bit of weight over the quarantine. Quarantine has not been good to it's us. It's not been good to us. Mm-hmm. And we've been getting back into working out and exercising and getting everything. You know, we got to keep it high and tight. I got my man boobs and my belly. So I've just been working. I've been trying to work on it, watching what I eat, working out more. Uh, so here's the thing. There's a secret to keeping your weight loss and to, and to keep off your weight if you lose it. Stop, stop shoving your face full of food? Yeah. Well, a new study <laughs> found the best way to keep people off of losing weight or to help people lose weight is to diet together. So a new study finds that couples that lose more weight, they usually lose it together. People who recovered from a heart attack were three times more likely to slim down if their spouse tried to lose weight with them. So if you're still eating whatever you want through that dumpster fire of a year 2020 we're going through, you're trying to shed some of that quarantine 15. It is 15, by the way. They are saying they may move it up to quarantine 20. That's how much weight the average Americans gained. We're getting a little fluffy. We're getting a little, not that we were skinny before, mind you. We were pretty big. America. Love deep fried stuff. (laughs) You ever had deep fried grilled cheese, deep fried and butter? Deep fried, deep fried. With chocolate on top? With marshmallows on the side? Why not? For breakfast? That seems good. (laughs) I call it a s'more cheesy. (laughs) Give me s'more clogged arteries, please. (laughs) Well, they said when you decide to reverse course, you might want to think about asking your significant other to lose weight with you. The European study of cardiology found that when couples lose weight together, that it actually sticks three times more likely to be successful. Researchers think it's because couples tend to have similar lifestyles already. They're able to encourage each other and they're not trying to shove food down the other one's mouth. It's true. I I think it's so funny that they have to do studies for crap like this because if you've ever lived with anyone and tried to diet while Mm -hmm. the other person isn't, you know that it's not easy because the other person's still buying the cookies or the treats or whatever. Like, so it's constantly in the house and it's like tempting you or the other person will continue to cook meals the same way where you're trying to eat a maybe a healthier version of that meal. Like it, it doesn't work. Yeah. But we needed a study for that. We needed a study. The scientists got to do something. Maybe they should work on the COVID thing. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you got all this free scientific study time. Dump into that. Uh, or cancer. That problem. I mean, anything. I mean, other, other Diabetes, things. Yeah. Uh, an app that doesn't um, go off in the middle of the night and wake me up. You know, things like that that could be beneficial. Help out the world. Help out the world. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, let's talk about divorce. Not in a good way, but you're going to be shocked about divorce. Or maybe you won't be. Maybe you're excited about your own divorce coming up. But we got some divorce stats coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Well, good morning here on the Danny and Kate Morning Show. So it's probably not the healthiest thing for a married couple to spend every single minute of every single day stuck indoors together. And according to new data from legal services companies, divorce rate have skyrocketed in the United States since quarantine started. So listen to these numbers. 
These numbers may shock you or they may not, depending on what type of marriage you're in. The number of people looking for divorces was 34% higher from March through June this year than it was during that period last year. Divorces jumped 57% from February 13th to April 13th of this year. The newer the marriage is, the more it's in trouble. Out of all the couples filing for divorce during the pandemic, 20% were newlyweds that got married earlier in 2020. <laughs> That's not good. Well, they just got married. You think it would, they must have just skyrocketed through that honeymoon phase. It was over before it even began. Yeah, this is not as much fun as I thought it would be. Uh, 9% of those getting divorced so far got married in 2019, 9% in 2018, 7% in 2017, and another 7% in 2016. What year did we get married in? 2015. Well, we missed a bullet on that one. It's 2015 went way down to 3%. Doing good so far. I will, it's because we're used to each other. We are used to each other, but I will say we've had this conversation off air before. I think that with any couple, we spend an extraordinarily large amount of time together. Yeah, and we did pre-pandemic. So for us, and even us who spend all this time together, there's moments where we both go, I need a break. Like I just want to, like you go outside and garden by yourself. I'll go play video games or something. You need at least 30 minutes a day to have alone time. Yeah, it's not even that like I need time away from you though. It's just like I need time away from everybody. Yeah, you need to clear your head. And there's moments where like I can, I could sit in the bathroom for 15 minutes and that's not alone time. I'm talking like I need to make a decision on my own that is not questioned by four women in this house and a boy. Like I just need to make, and I, I find myself- There's five girls in this house. Five girls, that's right. Five girls in this house <laughs> and a boy. Don't tell them I forgot about one of them. And you, they can guess which one it was. Oh, they're gonna get you. You know who you are. Um. So, and I think that's the hard part is just, you know, it's, I, I miss, having a small portion of my day. I'm used to not making 97% of the decisions in my life, but there was 3% of my life where Danny made his own lunch decision. There was a 3% of my life where Danny got to get a snack at the gas station. There was 3% of my life where I think maybe I'm going to stop and look at the sunset on my way home. Whatever it may be, I had that small part of my life where it made me feel like, well, I'm still making my own independent decisions. And that left with the pandemic. And now if I do anything, I have multiple people checking everything I'm doing. And part of me likes it because it's fun to be always constantly taken care of. But there's also another part of me that resents it because I'm a grown up. And if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. I think it's funny, though, because you have to remember that, like, if somebody's checking going, hey, what are you doing? It's not because they want to interrupt you or they want to boss you around. It's because they're bored. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I have to do it for you. Like you went out to work out yesterday uh -huh. and I see Kylie just walking out into the garage. I'm like, hey, stop. Leave your mom alone, but I just want to ask. No, leave her alone. I hate when they do that. I'm like, you walked by another adult. Ask the other adult. Because they know what my response is going to be. 
My response is going to be no. Well, I'm just going to ask. No, go upstairs. I don't see what the big deal is. I know you don't. But your mother gets 30 minutes to an hour a day by herself. Let her have it. Let her have it. And same with me. When I have my mom, you know, I'll be working out and doing my thing in the garage. Door opens. Dad, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Your headphones are in. You can't hear me. What are you doing? Take those out. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm working out. Oh, you almost done? No, I'm not. Can you, can I get some road, road bucks for roadblock? No, not right now. I'm busy. How much longer? Oh my Lord. <laughs> I just want 10 minutes alone. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. Door slams. Door opens. Hey, Reese is crying. Do you know what happened? Oh my God. <laughs> yes, I do know what happened. Just close the door and don't come out here. Ooh, someone's mad. No, I'm not mad. I just want... <laughs> oh! Door opens again. Hey, honey, are you okay? The kids say you're mad. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I give up. I don't want to... I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> That's why I like to go on walks. Because yeah. I walk a good three miles away from the house. <laughs> you, you, you can't yeah. find me. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. So, I mean, I get it. But yeah, a lot of people, they're not able to do that. And uh, people in the South were two to three times more likely to look in divorce than people anywhere else in the country. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Seems like they'd have more room in the South. Bigger lots. More lots. Yeah, bigger property. Go ride your horse or whatnot. I mean, I guess not everybody owns a, yeah, no one owns a plantation. There's also cities out in the South. I've never been to Atlanta. I don't know. Are you sure Atlanta's a big city? Never been to Dallas. Yeah, I actually haven't one time in Dallas. We've been to the airport. Yeah. Big airport. Mm -hmm. Big airport. Got a pedicure in that airport. Never done that before. I remember. I love that. I wanted you to hang out and have fun. We were killing time. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break when we come back. We've got the stupidest person of the day coming out. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day comes to us from Pennsylvania. A guy was in Pennsylvania last week and he stole a school bus to drive home which was 275 miles away in New York. He was caught the next day when someone called the cops to report a school bus with Pennsylvania plates on their property. The guy is facing felony charges. So that was a bad idea. They said it was easy to find because he was in a school bus. Uh, yeah. I guess that's pretty easy. Uh, can you describe the school bus? So it's large and yellow. All right. Um... I think we know what we're looking for now. Found it. <laughs> yeah, felony charges. He's 30 years old. His name is Justin Preedham. Um, There's still no word on why he did it. I will say his mug shot is awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Just a ponytail? What is happening? No, he's just got a badge above his head. Oh, it looked like a ponytail from this angle. I think that's how they, you know... That's like their stamp. Like, this came from us. This is our mugshot. This is our mugshot. Copyrights. Yep. Call us for the rights to this mugshot. There you go. There's your stupidest person of the day. We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate. 
what happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Well, the hosts were gone yet again. They're expected to be back hopefully tonight over the weekend. So we'll see. Uh, so let's play some comedians. It was a red wine day, August 28th, which was a couple days ago. So here's comedian Brian Gutman talking about wine. Enjoy. There's this weird association between uh, drinking wine and being a, uh, a sophisticated adult, <laughs> which that doesn't need to be thought at all. Yeah, problem right there. And uh, like, yeah, that's me. I'm classy. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. But people will think, it, like, if you have a glass of wine, they like, walk in, like, oh, I see you're drinking wine. <laughs> like, yes, I acquired this bottle from, from the gas station. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It has been properly chilled because it was next to the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what the year is on. Oh, that's today. Yeah, let's let's crack that open. Yeah, that was a good year today. <laughs> crack that box open. There you go, Brian Gutman talking about wine drinkers. Drinking wine. Wine's a different type of drunk. Every alcohol gets you a different type of drunk. Wine is like a giggly, laughy. Um, you don't know you've had too much till you're vomiting type of drunk, which I think most of them are really. I think that's all alcohol. Yeah. There's some of them that just come up from, well, vodka comes up from behind you. Sneaks and up all of you. a sudden you turn around, you're feeling good, having a good time. You turn around and then you get cold cocked. And the next thing you know is you're waking up the next day and people are showing you videos of you dancing naked on a bar while eating warmed up pizza. And you're like, I did that. They're like, yeah, you did that for like four hours. That was great. I got tired for you. Is that why my legs hurt? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had a really good thigh workout. <laughs> I think you and vodka have a special relationship then because I'm do. just chill. Nope, not me. Let's keep going. All right, we're going to take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it, it must be true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Katy Perry drops her new album from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Katy Perry didn't let the birth of her daughter Daisy Dove delay the release of her sixth studio album, Smile. The new mother celebrated from her hospital bed, posting to Instagram saying, It's here. It's really here. I finally got back my smile. I hope this record puts one on your face. Smile is out everywhere now. I love you guys so much. Enjoy. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Jumanji star Jack Black is 51, reality star Honey Boo Boo is 15, and which beast of the Southern Wild star was the first person born in the 21st century nominated for an acting Oscar? That would be Quavenza A. Wallace, who today turned 17. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Quoting home insurance just got easier with Progressive's Home Quote Explorer. Quote and buy online at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. 
Well, thank you, Kevin. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Morning Show. Our phone number, 1-877-516-9981. It's that time of the week where we get to ask the all-important question of am I crazy or are you crazy? It's where people call us up and they tell us eh, something they do. And uh, it's just something they like, but they want to know, am I crazy? It's fun. It's a way to get anonymously judged. And uh, nine times out of ten, you get vindicated because we're like, no, that's not crazy. And then you walk away and you go, see, I told you my mom and dad were wrong. I'm not crazy at all. I just like cats. Or whatever it is you deal with. So one 516 Our morning show producer, Julia, has lined up phone calls. Julia! Who do we got? Line one? She's waving line one. Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What is your crazy? Yeah, I always wear shorts. Even if the weather is cold, like, I just hate covering up my legs. I don't know if it's a claustrophobia thing or if I just like the way they feel, but I can't bring myself to put pants on if I don't absolutely have to. Mm, I appreciate you calling in. You know, I don't think, I'm just going to say, I don't think that's crazy. We have a daughter that, for some reason, can't wear bed sheets. Well, we have another daughter that loves to be naked all the time, too. Your children yeah. do not Mm-mm. like pants yeah. or sheets or yeah. blankets. It's the weirdest thing. And we're always like, hey, you know, blankets. They could be are, dead of winter. Yeah, it's freezing. And they're like, uh, take these blankets off me. And I'm like, well, it's really cold. You're going blue. They don't do it. So I'm going to vote not crazy. Not crazy. Not crazy. Yeah, it is what it is. Nobody likes pants. Uh, Let's go to line number two. Julia, line two. Am I crazy? So I eat everything out of bowls. I don't even have any plates in the house. I just find it's easier to eat everything out of a bowl or several for size. Nothing falls off the bowl like the plate. And I just have more control over what I'm eating. Mm, Okay. Let's put that one on hold. Everything's in a bowl. Doesn't like plates. I mean, okay, so let's. I'm thinking logically here. Portion control, maybe? Sure, but also, like, there's things that won't fit on the plate, and then they'll, like, mash inside of each other on the bowl? Well, and then that brings up a whole separate argument, because my father used to be, there's two types of people on this planet. There's those that have to eat food individually, and there's those that will eat it mashed together. And my mm-hmm. father would eat everything mashed together, and he would say to me, it's all going to go to and together in your stomach. So what does it matter? Because flavor and texture that, yes, matters. That's what I said. And it was no joke. Like say he got, I don't know, like a, like a steak, mashed potatoes, corn, and uh, brown gravy. And he had a drink. Your dad would have loved that KFC bowl. Exactly. He <laughs> would take it and he would dip it in all of it, put it in his mouth. And then before swallowing it, take a drink of his drink. Ew. Swish it around. <sighs> Drink it down. Ew. Yeah, it was gross. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, like those are individual items. Nah, son, ain't, no, ain't that big of a deal. Nah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So I'm, I'm going to vote on this one. Not crazy, but odd. A little crazy. Gonna go a little crazy. Little, just a little. It's a slight. I don't like all my foods touching like that. There's some foods that can harmonize and hold hands but not all of them no you're right i mean whoever got the idea of putting uh ice cream on top of apple pie i like that that's not bad gravy yeah and biscuits sure those those are fun things that go together 
Um, ice cream on top of Jello? Eh, probably not. I don't think I would eat those two in a similar time a similar, setting. Similar setting. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, tapioca and Jello? Wouldn't uh, wouldn't eat tapioca either. I don't think that Jello cubes inside of tapioca uh, doesn't sound doesn't sound like a good time to me. Listing old man food. What is happening over there in your brain? What are you talking about? That's not tapioca. old man food. I love tapioca. Only old people eat tapioca. Okay, let's have some food that you young kids eat. Peanut brittle. What? <laughs> Should I get you some penny candy with that? Uh, well, I mean. What year is it? <laughs> we'll take a little break and come back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Morning Show, good morning to you. So some people love working from home and others hate it. Some people are kind of uh, so-so about it, but there's some things you can do to make it feel like a treat. Elite Daily writer Rachel Chapman suggests getting yourself a coffee maker that can make the different brews, adding new fresh flowers to your workspace at least once a week. He said uh, there's other things you can do, like uh, keeping your favorite snacks on hand, decorating your desk, and creating motivational playlists to keep yourself happy while you're at home. Man, that's such a girl thing to write, Mm. all of this. You might have to uh, have been using to leave your work responsibilities at the office at the end of the day, but you don't have to bring any of it into the peaceful place you call home. Now those words have all blended together, and it's important to find that divide really is that is a completely female thing to write all of this the whole thing it was i feel like i cheated on you just by reading it <laughs> uh so one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. julia is producing for us today julia she's lined up some calls in there how have you made your home office more comfortable how have you made your home office more comfortable well, we've got nice, comfortable chairs. Remember when we started, we had crappy chairs. My butt went numb. These are still crappy chairs. Eh, these are nicer. I can at least. They cost twenty dollars. <laughs> no, these ones are way more. The, the first ones we had were twenty bucks. I think these ones are forty. I don't. But you can right. recline in it. Anything you can recline in, it's forty bucks for me. Ah. And it's got to, you know, there's other things too. I mean, we could upgrade this. The desk here is probably not the best quality still says the number on it and just as a side note um i want to get to the point in life where we've made enough money to where we don't have to assemble the furniture or items we purchase we we can do that now you're just cheap now nah, it's expensive i ain't putting two hundred dollars to have someone do it for me no nope. you can buy furniture that doesn't need to be assembled i mean i don't even know who sells that every furniture store really yeah they sell desks that don't need to be assembled? Yes. Well, then how do you put the pieces together if you, they don't? It comes already together. No. Yeah. I've never seen a Nokia like that. A Nokia? A phone? No, not Nokia. <laughs> what is happening? What is the furniture store? Ikea. Ikea. <laughs> Ikea is cheap furniture. Man, I ruined that joke. I ran right into it and smacked me in the face. Yeah, no, you're cheap, and we're not allowed to buy anything that's pre-put together. Oh, I'm glad everyone abides by my rules. Everyone listening knows that I have control of my house. They're not allowed to buy things without my permission. No, I just I just buy a few things here and there, and then eventually the whole house will all have the nice things. Mm. Just got to cycle it through while you're yeah, not looking. You, you buy things all the time. Without, I do buy things all the time. I know, because it gets delivered, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. 
Which yeah, I, I, I really, and, I, and I have to ask permission to buy things. If I spend thirty dollars on something, you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? But all of a sudden, you get a delivery, and you're like, oh, all those, yeah, those are all my K cups and my brand new clothes. No, I don't care if you order things. It's just sometimes I'll see charges, and I'm like, was that you? Because that wasn't me. And you don't shop, so I'm just verifying <laughs> we didn't get our credit card stolen because you don't shop. I don't like to shop. It's I not know, fun you're for weird. me. I enjoy it. I miss the time that used to work away from me, and I could get my packages delivered without the question mark look That's on your nice. face. Yeah. I miss that. One eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Julia is saying, "Get to it. Let's do it." Sorry, Julia. Line one. How have you made your home office more comfortable? Good morning. So I got myself one of those massage chairs that I put at my desk. So literally I sit all day and get a massage like while I'm working. It just makes work so much more enjoyable. It's the best thing I've ever invested in one. You should get one. I like it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you calling in a massage chair. We do have a massage thing that goes on the shoulders. Yeah, I couldn't type while doing that though. No, but it does feel pretty good. We use that one. So I don't know. Julia, let's go to line number two. How have we made your, uh, how have you made your home office more comfortable? Good morning. Yeah, so I set up a mini fridge right next to my computer desk. So whenever I'm feeling thirsty or just want a little snack, I just reach right under the desk and there it is. Um, super convenient. Yep. We have that too. It's called a kitchen. Yeah, it's like and it's 20 r- steps that way. <laughs> I could not justify buying a mini fridge no. when the kitchen is down the hall. And it's so, and the, it's, Everything is right here. We're working from home, people. Yeah, it's right there. It's not like we're in an office somewhere. But I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I appreciate it. I had a mini fridge in my room when I was a kid. Did you really? Mm-hmm. And I stacked it full of milk and like uh, all types of snacks that went bad because I would never eat it. I always hoarded it because, you know, I don't like to I don't like to eat stuff. I'd rather have it than use it. And uh, I started getting these crazy headaches and I didn't feel well. And I went to the doctor one day. It's a true story. I never told you this story. He goes... He's, he's, he's exhibiting all the signs of some sort of poisoning. What does he have in his house? And they're going through all the stuff, da, 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 da. And my dad goes home. There was a leak in the mini fridge, and the Freon was leaking out into my room. And I was inhaling it when I was at home at night. And it was that. And when they got rid of it, I started to get better. But it was, like, killing me. <laughs> they, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, apparently those can leak. And, uh, and if it does, it ain't good for you. Yeah. So anyway. no, I got to be scared of my fridge. Thanks for that one. Well, again, I'm a little bit older than you, so Freon's in current currently in fridges and freezers. Is it? Yeah. I just don't think you're supposed to inhale it or whatever was in mine was not good. But it was leaking, and I remember my dad had to get rid of it, and then I came in and he's like, "Yeah, that, that's definitely the problem." And then I felt better after that. What symptoms did you have? Headaches, nausea, blackouts. <laughs> they were like, man, they thought I had like a tumor or something. And it was like, it was bad, but I didn't have any, like everything came back negative. So they're like, we don't know why this is going on. And then he's like, you know, is it possible he's being poisoned or he's near poisoning? And then he said, you know, like, you know, sometimes you can get your house sprayed for Right. Like, you know, so is he, is he, you know, and then they're like, is he, you know, is he eating the wrong things? He did it. I don't know. That was it. We came that out, discovered it. It was a fun part of my life. I'm going to be scared of our fridge. You should be, but Thanks it's way, that. it's all the way downstairs. We'll be back in a moment. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Kate morning show. So there's this new trend on TikTok that's pretty crazy. 
Apparently, if you get a toothbrush wet, people claim that cats love the sensation as it reminds them of getting groomed by their mother's tongue and that it instantly makes the animals feel smoothed and relaxed. Soothed, not smooth. Uh, searching for a cat toothbrush brings up a lot of videos, which uh, seems to show cats looking very happy and relaxed while being groomed with a wet toothbrush. No word from experts on if any of this cat stuff is actually real or not. But uh, so far, hundreds of thousands of TikTok users say that it is the real deal. Or I saw this thing like on TikTok that said if you brush your cat with a damp toothbrush, it reminds them of being groomed by their mothers when they were kittens. So my cat hates being brushed. So I figured I would try it and it worked. Do wet this if it works with your cat too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it does. Her cat's just eating it up. Or the cat just likes to be pet and she's full of crap. Or um, here's another thing, too. Make sure you don't reuse that toothbrush afterwards. Yeah, throw that away. That would be nasty. Oh, there's pimple popping, popping videos in here. Ew. What? Popping those pimples in a pimple popping video. I don't need pimple to watch popping. that. Why do people love watching the pimple popping videos? Because I'm one of those people. I don't know why. There's something so satisfying. I'll sit there and watch those videos all day long. Is that weird of me? I get anxiety. Am I crazy? Like it takes too long. I'm like, oh my God, just get it out. So gross. I like it. It's like, oh wow, that was in there. Now it's not. It makes me anxious. Well, one 9981 Julia's standing by. What unusual object or activity relaxes your pet? We got people on line one. Okay. Let's go to line number one. Do you have an unusual pet object that makes your uh, animal happy? Good morning. Uh, got a little dog uh, named Birdie. She loves listening to the rain. It, it puts her to sleep in, mm. in like a matter of seconds. Just as soon as it's raining, she falls asleep. We even bought her a rain noise machine <laughs> when it's nice out. 30 seconds. And she's out like a light. Man, that's really nice. You appreciate you calling in, buying your dog a rain machine so it can go to sleep. My question is, uh, did your dog have a problem going to sleep before? Yes. Yeah, was this a worry for you? Your dog's insomnia? I don't know if you noticed, but Pearlie's just not going to sleep at night. We just really got to relax her a little bit. Got to make her feel better. I had a dog who, uh, he, uh, Cody and uh, he had a hard time sleeping at night because he had to go pee all the time. He eventually died because he was having deteriorating internal organs, but we didn't know that at the time. And uh, he would wake up and he'd like, you know, I got to go bathroom, got to go bathroom, got to go bathroom. Well, one night I wake up and I feel this, this wet sensation and he was peeing on me. Ew. Peed on me right there in my own bed. That is gross. Thanks yeah. for that story. It was... <laughs> Danny, I feel like there's some things you shouldn't share. That's going to go on the list. It's a long list. It was horrible. And I was so mad at Cody, but I didn't understand that he was dying and he had a, a disease. And, you know, I didn't know for another. I mean, it, it took him slowly. It was like another two years before we figured it out. And we tried to help him. Spent all his money on doctor bills, but it was too late by then. But, um. Anyway, yeah, I remember that night I was just so mad and I was like, what did I do to you to where you would pee on me? 
Like, he didn't even jump off the bed and pee on the carpet. He just got up and peed on me and then laid back down like nobody was going to notice. Anyway. Not, if, this is not a story for the public. <laughs> what I'm saying is. What are you saying? If it was, it's a long story about your dog <laughs> urinating on you. If it was as easy as getting him a dog rain machine, I would have done it. I don't think that would have helped the urine problem. You just want to share that for no reason. What is wrong with you? <laughs> this is a horrible life memory. And I can't explain why it so came up. save it for therapy. Not- I don't know why it's here, but it happened. Oh, my God. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. My name's Danny, and I'm a recovering dog pee guy. Hey, Danny. No, Danny. <laughs> We're going to take a break and come back. It's Danny and Kate. Well, you're on the Danny and Kate morning show. Good morning. So uh, is there a special food you like to eat? Like, what's your go-to food? We always argue over what we're going to do for dinner. I wouldn't say argue, but we don't really know. It's always like, what do you want for dinner? I don't know what do you want for dinner. And we're I'm food bored, where I'm just bored with food. The dinner you had made last night, though, was good, but that's one of the new ones we've discovered. But I'm just, I'm, I get bored with food, where I'm like, I don't, genuinely don't care. And you're like, you don't care. And you just get bored with the same thing over and over again. I just don't want to cook. <laughs> Neither do I. Do you have a special food that you like, though? Like, for me, it used to be pizza before I discovered it was a lactose intolerance thing for me. And then, and then as a side note, it also gives me heartburn. Don't ever turn 40. It's a nightmare. Well, I don't think I can help that. Yeah. Um, like, comfort food or just, like, food? Yeah, like comfort meat? food, yeah. Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese, yeah. Tomato <laughs> soup and grilled cheese. I don't even like cheese, but I like grilled cheese. Do you like tomato soup? No, it depends. I like the bougie tomato soup. I don't like Because I love soup. tomato soup. That's one that makes me feel good. My other comfort food is Cheerios. Isn't that odd? You are an old man. I love Cheerios. It makes me feel good. I could have a panic attack and eat a bowl of Cheerios, and it calms me down. That is really weird. Because when I was a kid, when I was young, my mother would tell me, that Cheerios were good for me and it was good for my body. So I just took that and ran with it. That every time I eat this, that it's really, really good for me. It's not good in large quantities. It's a lot of carbs. Well, I mean, you say carbs and I say energy. No. I don't have it in large quantities, just a couple bowls at a time. Yeah, I've seen you have a bowl of cereal and it is definitely more than a serving. Well, no, it's I fill it up to the top of the bowl. Yeah, the bowl is not a serving. The bowl is just a device to hold the cereal in. Then why make a bowl large enough to have more than four servings? They'd give me a bowl the size of one serving. I'm not smart enough. Then you need to get one of the children's bowls out of the cupboard. I should. Those are my favorite bowls. Little bowls. Well, a woman with very limited diet for the last 20 years says her fear of fruits and vegetables have finally been cured with hypnotherapy. Her name is Jenny Edgar, and she's 32 years old. She said she would gag if she tried anything other than her usual diet of dry cereal, cheese, cookies, pasta, or french fries. After she got engaged, the English woman said she decided to face her fears so she could lose weight before the wedding. She says that going uh, after going to six hypnotherapy sessions... She can now enjoy some of her most feared fruits. What? She was scared of eating fruits and vegetables. 
Uh, and then she got hypnotherapy, so she was finally able to do it. She had been eating the same. This is all she ate for 20 years. Dry cereal, cheese, carbs, cookies, fat. pasta, french fries. Carbs, fat, carbs, fat, sweets. Yeah. It's like she just likes junk food. No, maybe I need to go see a hypnotherapist. You ate fruit last night. No, I mean, not for that. I mean, just because I'm, I'm really comfortable with Cheerios, like we said. <laughs> So maybe I should expand it. Or hypnotherapy is bananas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not bananas. Have you ever been hypnotized at the fair before? That's fake. No, it's not. I got hypnotized at the fair. I did it. It made me do it. Did you? Yeah, I'd love to see you hypnotized. It happens. Everybody says it's fake until they get hypnotized. I was hypnotized. I was answering my shoe like it was a phone. Everybody was laughing at me. I I didn't even know what was going on. I don't believe you. I did. It was on tape. My dad bought the tape, but it's VHS and that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it does kind of, but yeah, I did it. I was at the fair. It was so funny. I used to volunteer. I used to, oh, I want to volunteer to get up on stage to do it. It was so much fun. And then you get up there and it was so relaxing. And then I still remember all of it. You're floating on a cloud and then it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it's gone. <sighs> I was out. Okay. And the weird part about hypnotherapy, at least for me, was I remember all of it. You're aware just whatever he tells you to do, you really want to do. So it was the weirdest thing. Like he was, you know, you your right foot can't move, but you want to walk to the left. And for some reason, you couldn't move your right foot. And you really wanted to go to the left, but you couldn't move your right foot. It was the weirdest experience. You've never been hypnotized? No. Why should, would I have been hypnotized? You should tr- you've never been to the fair? I've been to the fair. Have you seen the hypnotized shows? Yeah, I always think they're fake. No, they're not fake. They can't plant those people. You should we should go They wa- lies. They can't plant those people. If you've never seen a, a magician show, all of that's fake. Well, no, but at the fair, I mean, you would have to get different people for four shows a day. There's not there's a, it's a free show. They wouldn't do that. I'll tell you, we, one time, whenever we get a moment, I'd love for you to get hypnotized once. And then afterwards, if you think it's BS, it's BS. I think you're afraid because you have to let go. And what if you're not in control? Sleep. No. <laughs> Deeper. I think you're just full of it. Deeper. I'm not full of it. I swear. It was, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm like Smash Mouth. I'm a believer. I was the kid who ruined the magic shows when they called me up. It's not a magic show. This isn't magic. This is totally different. Okay. You're not making things sad. All right. We'll take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, it's Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. Thank you for hanging with us. You can follow us on Facebook at the Danny and Kate Morning Show if you are so inclined. You don't have to, though. Our um, lives aren't based off of likes. So if you don't, that's fine, too. But because of our jobs, we have to promote it. And we have to really, really dig down deep and pretend like this is important to us. Be our friends. So please, if you have a moment. <laughs> I really sold it. I think that's, I sold it. I think it did good. Um, so there's a new Halloween mask that's arrived. It's called the Karen Halloween mask. It's gonna be all the rage this year. It's a Karen mask. What is that? That's it. It's a Karen hairdo. And she's mad and she's yelling. So it's a horrifying like Halloween a mask. 
they said the artist's name is Jason uh, Adcroc. He's named it the Karen Halloween mask. It's got the haircut you'd expect, bloodshot eyes, angry wrinkles, furious facial expression. If you're interested in one, you can message him on Instagram. There's no word on how much he wants for it, though, but they're saying that uh, it's going to be all the rage, the Karen mask. Or not. Man, that is a scary mask. Do you think people are going to go out for uh, Halloween? I'm sure there are going to be plenty of crazy people willing to uh, risk it, yes. Probably. Nothing says safety than going to neighbors' homes one at a time and having them physically hand you something that's been in their house. Let's increase uh, our risk by uh, as many uh, houses uh, as we can visit tonight. All right, so we know for a fact four people on our block have COVID. Which one are we going to hit? It's, it's going like to be COVID roulette. Yep, it's COVID jeopardy. Whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Boom, whammy. We got you. It got us. Uh, so I read this story about eating uh, fecal matter and losing weight. Okay, no, no. I'm going to stop you right here. We are not talking about that. <laughs> Veto. Veto. Are you sure? Veto. But it's an actual no. study. No, I don't care. Veto. Well, it's a bit no. Of, uh-uh. But it's not. It's nope. out of Israel. I don't care. It's not your own. No. That's worse. Good God. No. Veto. <laughs> How is that worse? I think it's all bad. I wasn't highlighting it like, hey, there's a good new thing. It was like, you know, this thing came out of Israel. No, 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 no. Well, if you guys want to look it up, it's out there. Just look up uh, latest weight loss trend in Israel. It involves fecal matter. That is nasty. The X-Files is being turned into an animated <sighs> comedy. A the comedy? X- yeah, the X-Files is coming back sort of with an animated comedy at Fox. It's not clear if Mulder and Scully will ever appear, but the show is not about them. It focuses on the B team of misfits who investigate cases that are too ridiculous for the big time agents. Mm. It's getting, it's being called X Files Albuquerque. <laughs> Wait, what network is it? Uh, Fox. Oh. It's because Albuquerque has got. Have you been to Albuquerque? Oh yeah, we drove through it. Remember? Did we? Yeah. Albuquerque's... Um, was that fantastic? I don't even remember it. No, it's a unique place. You're driving in the middle of nowhere and it, and it looks desolate and horrible. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're in Albuquerque. This is nice. And then you drive through it and go... Whew. That was it. I'm glad we made it out of Albuquerque. Do you think people say the same thing about Bakersfield? They say it about all these different places. Everywhere. Some people, they can't handle, you know, Hawaii. Even though it's beautiful, they go nuts because they're on an island. Some people can't handle being near the beach, like Corpus Christi. Some people, it is, you know, I think really home is where the heart is. And I know it seems cliche, but if you're going to have to find that special. People live in South Dakota and they're happy. I mean, I can't imagine that, but they are. So, you know, maybe just it's wherever you're happy at. Can you imagine living in North Dakota? Nope. I mean, realistically, think of that. What type of hell would that be? There's very few places I would realistically live. No, me either. Michigan? Nope. Are you kidding me? I'd have to make so much money that being, I just, and it's not that the people are bad. We're not saying the people are bad. It's just the environment is so harsh. It's a harsh environment. We don't like snow. 
No, we discovered that one. It's not snow. I don't really care so much about snow. It's snow that comes in like a blizzard for months at a time and tries to kill you. I don't think the snow's trying to kill you. I think you just don't like snow. The snow tries to kill you. You freaked out way more than I did. I just... Snow is fun if you just sit in your house and look at it from out the window. It's very pretty. But then if it's snowing, you realize, oh, crap, I got to drive to work. I got to yeah. drop kids off at school. I have to do my errands in all this weather. Like that part was not fun. In this, It's slides. like being in quarantine, but it's not the government that puts you there. It's God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're stuck in quarantine and you're like, well, I hope we have enough bread and milk to last us for seven days because we're not going anywhere. Do I really want to drive through all that to go to the store? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to eat what's in the cans today. Exactly. It's a nightmare. So for those of you listening in North Dakota, we apologize. Sorry. We wouldn't live there. No. Uh, we'll take a little break and come back. It's Danny and Kate.